Disclaimer, this episode contains discussions relating to suicide, rape, sexual assault, druggings, violence against women, and more. So proceed with caution. Thank you. And I'm Dwyer Clayson. And today is going to be a special episode because Dwyer is going to take over. Well, I mean, sort of. What do you mean, sort of? I mean, okay, yeah, I'm talking about some things that I might know about, but... Something you're extremely passionate about. Yeah, I know, it's unfortunate. So, um, how was your week? You know, boring. Boring, lazy, sloppy. Boring, yawning, sloppy, lazy. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. That's that's how I describe my week. I mean, nothing interesting, um, really. What about you? Um, It was all right, I guess. I didn't go to half my glasses. Real. But my morning class today was canceled, and then I skipped the other two. <laughs> Real. Um, and you know what? I'm getting real tired of this university. You want to know why? The attendance policy, right? Well, the attendance policy for one, but also the fact that they're kicking out half their student population to make room for more freshmen. Oh, I know. Like, damn. No, they're... fuck over everybody. Well, they did it last year, but like without warning, so... It's weird because they're fucking over the juniors and seniors and kicking them off campus, but at the same time, next semester, they're going to make the freshmen park on opposite ends of campus. I mean, deserved, honestly. Make them walk a mile. It's like, what they fucking deserve. Like, who who, who do you like here? Who are you preferring? Because it's not making sense. It's really not, but whatever. So, what topics did you have for us? Ooh, some some spicy, juicy ones. Not really. Um... So we're going to be talking about, well, talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, Visual K. There's just like a specific controversy relating to like their, in quotes, like femininity and stuff like that. Um, and then I'm going to delve into some K-pop controversies. We'll start light. We'll do some like kind of kind of stupid ones, in my opinion. And then we'll get to eventually the Burning Sun scandal, which if you don't know about, boy, are you in for a ride? Because that shit is wild. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about Burning Sun, and I'm really excited to get into it. It's, you know, yeah. Okay, so our first topic is, I was reading this article about Visual K, and the person was talking about, I'm going to read the quote directly. It says, fan service is common amongst the band members, like kissing each other, touching each other. Um, And this comes from Sojo Manga, which, if you don't know, is like, it's kind of like gay love kind of but like very like soft not very not like the other stuff that's super sexual it's like that without the sex okay um and it's like you know the feeling of not being physically intimidated by sexual but not for me type characters aka the men on stage dressing in a feminine way and how that like attracts teenage girls a very young teenage audience Um, Which I just think is really interesting because there's been a controversy and like a conversation in the visual K community for so long about like, oh my God, are they gay? Like they have to be gay if they dress like this, right? Which I just think is a really, it's a stupid conversation really because first of all, who gives a fuck? Like they're dressing like that. 
and they're doing what they do, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? But anyways, what are your thoughts on that? This kind of reminds me of like, um, like blood on the dance floor. Cause then they wear makeup kind of. Yeah, but just to attract young girls or black veil brides, because back in the day they used to wear makeup too, right? Yeah, this is true. But I think with Visual K, it's a little different because they're essentially like doing drag on stage. True. It is very different. Um, Like dresses, like full glam, long hair. You know who else I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that YouTuber that dresses in like Native American. Oh my God. Social repose. Social repose. Oh my God. Because that's basically drag. I do not like this and comparison. He, I feel like he does that to like get the young female audience. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's like super interesting because I don't I don't know I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like it's metal. Like they make visual if you don't know, visual K is like a subgenre of Japanese metal. Um the only thing really separating it these days is specifically the way they dress. There's no like stylistic commonality anymore. Back in like the nineties, there definitely was. It was very like softer metal. Not very hard, um, but that's changed recently, as, you know, things do. It's just, I just think it's really interesting that people want to sit here and talk about, like, well, they're obviously gay. Or, no, they can't be gay. They're all homophobic. I'm like, well, first of all, if they're doing drag, they are probably not homophobic. And if they are, then that sucks, because they have a lot of fans that are gay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, not to be whatever, but I think a lot of people who like this genre are queer in some way. Because, like, especially... I would say, like, personally, I I love, like, the gender bending. I think that's so awesome, and I think it's really cool. And I, I feel like that's very queer, like, you know. I mean, maybe they're not queer, but, like, they're still, like, indulging in cross-dressing, you could call it. Yeah, like, I, when we went to the concert at the anime convention in Atlanta, yeah. girl, it was all queers. Yeah, yeah. So we went to um, see Jilika, which is my favorite Visual K group currently. Really, only two of them do, like, the the cross-dressing aspect of it. Um, but it's very, like, glam. Like, it's very sparkly, very, very gothic. Gothic glam. Like, modern gothic glam, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I would say that. I would say it's gothic glam. Because they do f- kind of full makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, sometimes I would say comparable to, like, drag race makeup, kind of. Yeah. Um... And the outfits are very femme, very slutty. Yeah. Live for it. Yeah. Which kind of segues a little bit. I am really excited because I think because of the nature, first of all, it's it's Japanese music. So clearly people are going to look like in the West, uh, particularly, especially metal fans. They're going to be like, oh, why are they like, you know, because they're men in a bunch of makeup and women's clothing. Um, But also like because they're Japanese, that's already like adding a layer of like racism in a sense where they're like well they're automatically effeminate because of this so like japanese metal has always kind of looked been looked down upon by like the the western metalhead crowd which is fucking annoying to say that but it's whatever yeah i think because the metalhead crowd here they listen to like metallica and they listen to slipknot right and they listen to some crazy shit and then I feel like Asian men are already looked down on as effeminate and not masculine. Right, right. So that just adds on to the um, hatred, I guess. Yeah, or like the um, wanting to distance themselves from it. But right. I'm really excited because there's a few groups currently that are going to be going on like tours in not Japan and Asia. And also they're going to be performing at like actual metal um, festivals. 
which honestly that makes me so happy because I think it's a genre that really deserves to be recognized as a metal genre instead of like, oh, well, that's different because they dress like that or they or because they're Japanese. I, I you know, like I'm just really excited that like it seems like they're going to be gaining recognition of the broader metal community, which I think is awesome. Yeah, like they're getting the recognition they deserve. Yeah. Because their music's not, it's not for me, but it's not terrible. It's not bad. Well, that, but also like it is heavy. It's heavy metal. It's very heavy. So like. Heavier than like some metal groups here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Like metalheads in America when they're like, oh my God, yeah, I'm hardcore. I listen to Metallica and Slipknot. I'm like, girl. I'm hardcore. My favorite band is Limp Bizkit. No, literally. I'm like, you don't know anything. Like what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah. So the next thing is segueing into a different realm, but K-pop. So, you know, because K-pop is a juggernaut of a industry. Unlike, very much so. Especially compared to Visual K, which is very different, very much like an underground thing. K-pop is not like that. Um, so I have a few like smaller scandals to talk about. They get kind of crazier as it goes. So the first one I want to talk about is particularly the scandals relating to Bong Chan from Stray Kids. So I know Maeve thinks I'm biased because I love Stray Kids, but... It's his favorite group. Well, like, yeah. He, okay, so in, during spring break, we're going to be in Boston for a few days, uh-huh. and I guess they have a meet and greet or a fan meetup thing That's not online. Kids. It's not? Oh, oh, never mind. I thought you about something else. No, um, it's like some online fan thing at three. Three. <laughs> okay. Hear me. No, hear me closely. 3 a.m. on the day we leave, and he wants my ass to be up at 3 a.m. to watch this shit until 6 or 7 a.m. and then get on the road from Boston to North Carolina for 12 hours. You've got me fucked off. Okay, the thing is, it's at 3 a.m. because it's it's in Korean time, so it's like it's like 6 p.m. Korean time. That doesn't make it any better. I, no, I know. Because guess what, sweetie. We're in American time. I know. We're in Eastern Standard Time. I know. Anyways, okay. That was, yeah. So, Bong Chan has had his fair share of scandals. Some I think warranted, some I do not. So, we'll start with the the less crazy ones. So, one of the first ones is is not, it's it's his newest scandal, I think. Um, Basically, he was on a live and he was talking about how he didn't like... So for context, Stray Kids is a fourth generation K-pop group. Um, And he was talking about how the newer fourth gen groups sometimes weren't as mannered as he wanted them to be and blah, 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 right? So there was like... Wait, 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 wait. So is a generation that's like a one generation is from like this year to this year, like from 95 to 05, for example? Yes. And then Gen 2 is from like 05 to 010, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it kind of, because K-pop really popped off in the 90s and early 2000s, specifically in the 2000s, like the, the early 2000s into the 2010s, it like exploded and it's just continuing to grow. Like with new jeans right now. Fifth gen starts in 2020, I believe. If I am correct about that, I might be wrong. But most most groups that debut that are still together are either really popular third or second gen groups. And then fourth gen is pretty much still together those i believe started in 2016 and then ended in 2020 and then 2020 marked the new fifth gen anyways which was yeah he was saying that the younger fourth gen groups were not as polite and there was a time relatively recently to when he went live where his group was at a award show 
and he had interacted with this group Ivy and I guess he made a face at some point so everyone was like oh my god he's saying that Ivy is not polite and he's saying that he doesn't like Ivy so people were sending him death threats they were mailing his fucking company and they were like you need to fire him because he's shit talking other groups and blah 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 so he went on he got on live and was like oh my god guys I'm so sorry I wasn't trying to attack anybody I shouldn't have said what I said I just think it's so fucking stupid like he he's like 24 25 he's allowed to say that he thinks younger people are not as mannered who get like that's an opinion he had he was not naming anybody i don't know why these fucking people want to sit here and be like oh he was talking about ivy no no one fucking knows that but also isn't like manners and respect a huge thing in korea yeah it's like literally life or death basically so i feel like that's a valid thing to be upset about because that's your culture right and that's like how it is over there mm-hmm. so i feel like it's like it, i guarantee you it's american fans and oh, western yeah. like british fans mm-hmm. and european fans that are getting mad about this well that's what most k-pop scandals are it's mostly people in fucking the west being pissed it's people in fucking san diego literally i'm sending like, death threats like, but the thing is i'm like that he just shared an opinion that he thought that sometimes newer groups were not as polite Maybe it's a controversial opinion to hold. Maybe he shouldn't have said that publicly, but like he's a fucking grown ass man. He's he's an adult. He's allowed to share his opinions about certain things. Acting like he said that like Ivy sucks and they're a terrible group and they're so disrespectful. Like that's not he was just saying that they weren't as polite as he would want them to be. Yeah, that seems like not a very like bad thing to say. No. I know. And that's what you'll notice is about K-pop scandals is they're all fucking stupid. Like they're dumb. They're so stupid. Like especially his scandals and some other ones that I'm going to talk about. Like it's so like fifth grade. Yeah. I remember you telling me that like, for example, um, a Stray Kids member will be seen in the same store as a female k-pop idol yeah on the same day could be hours apart but on the same day mm-hmm. and the fans are like oh my god fucking sungmin and this other bitch are dating no like because sungmin's dating scandal was literally that him and this other girl from a different group used the same korean dialect <laughs> like i can't i like, literally can't the, make this shit that, up. Could, that is so stupid like they're probably just from the same area i know like what like they could just be from they could just be both from like uh basan or seoul like you know what i mean no yeah it's it's insane but anyways so some of his other like more serious controversies um there was one i think it popped off recently but it technically happened in i believe 2017 so stray kids was on a reality game show and uh they picked out songs for them to like dance to And one of the dances they chose was This Is America, because that was like a really popular song that year. So Bong Chan danced to the song, like doing the song dance for the show, because that's what they were asking him to do. But they were like, oh, like change the lyrics to make it relate to you. Which, first of all, why the fuck would they have done that? That Like whoever the fuck came up with that prompt was stupid. Wait, this is This Is America by Childish Gambino? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's kind of weird because that song is about like police brutality and like racism and like, yeah. Right. So people got like, I think this was like two years ago. People were like, oh, my God, he was mocking Jim Crow and like doing Jim Crow. 
Um, okay. So there's multiple things to bring, to mention about that. Yeah. It's first of all, I don't think a lot of Americans knew that was about Jim Crow unless you looked into it or unless somebody told you right. or unless you just were so educated on the topic. Right. Because I didn't know until I saw a thing about it. But no, I also, didn't know until the scandal. Right. But also, um, uh, like they're Korean and I know they probably learn or have a lesson on like world events. Probably America's probably one of them. But, like, Jim Crow was probably – or not Jim Crow. Wasn't it, like, minstrel dances? Yeah, but it was, like, specific to the Jim Crow era. So, like, that's kind of – it's not obscure, but it's not as mainstream, like, talked about as I feel like other aspects of racism in America are. Right. Well, also – so, Bong Chan grew up in Australia and then went to Korea to pursue being an idol. So, like, neither of those countries have super intensive – like curriculum relating to internal American conflicts. You want to know why? Because Jim Crow wasn't a thing in Australia or Korea. Right. Because Jim Crow like, does not like, I'm sure Australia and Korea are, are was racist back then. Well, yeah. But like Jim Crow refers to specific laws in America. I know. So it's just. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, maybe that was not a good thing for him to do. But, like, that was a prompt assigned to him. What was he supposed to do? Say, right. no, I'm not going to do they that? They put him on the spot. Like, they had literally just debuted as a group. And, like, they're so strict about, like, misbehavior on sets and stuff like that. Like, something terrible could have happened. I f- and I feel like that's not even limited to K-pop. Like, it, like in America, like, or in just in the Western world, when you're starting out your career as, like, an entertainer or, like, a celebrity, you want to keep your status and right. maintain it upwards yourself. So, like, you don't want to, like piss anybody off or step on anybody's toes right so you're gonna suck dick and you're gonna eat ass <laughs> like yeah. not literally suck dick but like you're gonna like yeah yeah like what you know what i mean like you're gonna like mm-hmm. eat anybody's ass you can uh meaning like compliment or like not step on toes right to keep your status so especially in k-pop where they're signed to companies and they're like whatever. they literally sign their names and their faces yeah so like you really can't be spoiled and entitled be like well i'm not doing that right like yeah i agree that definitely is not a song like he definitely should not have sung a song about stray kids in the tune of that song dancing to it in the original dance yeah that's really weird yeah it's definitely not tasteful at all right but like acting like he knew what he was doing and he was doing it on purpose to like upset people it's just crazy to me because it's like that's not what happened it definitely was not malicious no it definitely wasn't him being like let me piss off like people you know right right and then the last one relating to him was this is from i think 2017 2018 he was singing a song on live and it was a song that contained the n-word right he didn't say the n-word he replaced the n-word with the word ninja (laughs) which is kind of funny rotted but funny whatever and so many people were so upset with him and they were like oh my god like you replace the n-word you, you should just not say anything like don't say ninja like that's offensive to say ninja that's so stupid <laughs> like and why is this a controversy it's, i don't understand i think it's just how it is here in america where like you just don't say it and you just don't say anything but like he didn't say it though i know but like what i'm saying is that like people will just not say anything no i yeah and like if like a lyric is like well, I won't even do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like maybe, like maybe he shouldn't have said anything. But like he, at least, be, be glad he didn't say it. There are so many K-pop idols who have. Right. Like I don't. I yeah. 
which vaguely the last one I won't even say anything really about is he had cornrows at one point. Looked awful. Terrible decision. Okay, controversial opinion, but I feel like every K-pop idol at some point or another has had corners, which is not good, and they should not do that. Right. But I feel like singling singling out K-pop yeah. idols is just like that's just how that's just how what they do over there. That's just how it goes. Well, it's because they like they want to like mimic black culture, which is rotted in its rotted, own sense. Got it. Like, don't get me wrong, but like that's what they're doing. So they're like, oh, it's like it's hip hop style to do this to my hair, which is not that's not true. It's not no, don't do that. J parkour. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, but anyway, so that's that's it for him. And then the other Stray Kids scandal I want to mention, I just think is really funny. So Han, one of the members, he used to make music when he was like eleven or twelve. And for context, he's from Malaysia, which isn't a super progressive country. Um, and he released a rap song on YouTube, like literally years ago when he was 11 or 12 mind you this man is currently in his 20s he basically said like every slur under the sun in this rap song he released when he was 12 which has long been deleted but for some reason someone will like decided to re-upload it because they had it sitting on their computer for years don't know why it's kind of weird and psycho behavior but anyways of course it was right before they were about to release an album which is what usually happens people keep things and then they re- like announce these controversies because they want to start something to like sabotage a group. Um, but anyways, what's funny is the company didn't really do anything about it. They just had him like handwrite an apology, which like yeah he sh- like you know he shouldn't have done that. But I'm also like he was fucking twelve years old. He was a twelve year old boy living in Malaysia. Like what do you expect? Right. Like that's kind of. Um... What year was this in? Probably the early 2010s. Before that, late t- 2000s. Yeah. Like. I mean, not to defend anybody and not to be that person, but like, girl, everybody was saying everything. Well, that, Even but in also, America. no, I know. But like, I just, I just think it's stupid because it's like, why are we holding these people accountable for things they did when they were 12? He didn't hurt anybody. That That's so ridiculous. 12? Like, he didn't hurt anybody. He wasn't like, you know, going out there, like, stabbing people because he didn't like them. Like, that's not what was going on. He released an offensive song as a 12 year old. Like, I just, I just think There are 45-year-old men still releasing offensive things, and nobody tells them anything. Exactly. So why why are we going to shit on a 12-year-old? Right. Anyways, so that's it for the Stray Kids controversies. There's another one that I'm somewhat familiar with, but I'm not super familiar with, so I have a website. I have Watch Mojo pulled up, (laughs) because... That's Watch my Mojo. source. Welcome to Watch Mojo. <laughs> no, that's literally the intro to this article. I love Watch Mojo. It's so funny. Anyways, so there's there was this girl group called AOA. And in 2020, one of the members came out publicly and was like, Jimin, uh, this girl in the group, has been mistreating me for years and basically said that Jimin led her to attempt her, to take her life. Um, And... I just have so much to say about this because I think it's fucking insane. Jimin from BTS? No, 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 no. Jimin is a girl from AOA. And oh. Mina came forward, another group, another girl from AOA, basically saying, um, Jimin bullied me and made me want to kill myself. So we need to, like, cancel her, basically. Is there any proof for any of this? Any no, receipts? There is nothing. Literally, it just made... It was so, like... The backlash was so bad that Jimin left the industry for like three years. She only came back recently, started releasing her own solo stuff. Um, I just think it's crazy because she bullied you to suicide years ago. And you're coming forward about it in 2020. Why didn't you tell your company? Did you tell your company? Did you try to do anything about it within your company? Or are you just coming public with the information? 
So, wait, 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 wait. This girl that said that Jimin bullied her is another K-pop idol? Yeah, she's from the same group as her. Oh, they're in the same group? Yes. So why why weren't there rumors or, like, tea? Why, why wasn't there tea about it earlier? That's what I want to know. My, my thing is, like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, she's lying. But, like, girl, you there's literally go to your management about it. If they don't do anything, sure, maybe try to go public about it. But even then, how are you going to go public about it without your management up your ass about it? Yeah, I feel like there's a, a few different avenues you could go down before going public about it and ruining this woman's career. Like, literally, people, like, still, when she goes on live, people will still comment, like, oh, my God, you made this girl want to kill herself. That's awful. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? I mean, if she did do that, then, girl, you suck. But, like, if there's no receipts, if there's nothing... There, she didn't even, like, make any context. Like, she didn't even say what she did. Just, oh, she made me feel bad. What, did she say your ass was fat? Right. Like, like what did she say to you? Like, Anna you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe that's me being anti-lib, whatever. But, like, I'm over it. Like, what are we doing? Why are, why are we talking? Like, like, you know, this? it gives, like, Hannah Baker, like, saying you have a fat <laughs> ass and you taking it personally. Well, that, but also, like, bullying scandals are taken so fucking seriously in Korea. It's not even funny. Like, they take bullying more seriously than they do, like, assault, which is so insane to me. That's really rotted. Uh, it's it's awful. It's and stupid. bullying's awful, but, like, girl, worse, I mean, worse than assault. No, like, it's, it's like, it's, like, public national news. Everyone's talking about it. Like, it's so, I don't understand. That's crazy, because here, like, you'd be like, he's bullying me. And they'd be like, damn, that sucks. He's probably going through worse at home. So. <laughs> no, exactly. So... Anyway, so that there's that one. And then there's another one before we get to the Burning Sun scandal. And I'm not familiar with this one at all, so I'm basically just going to read it. So there was a group in early 2010 um, called Glam. And basically this scandal ruined their career. So there's an idol, Lee Byung-hun, I think is how you would say that. Anyways, I don't know his name, but he's like a famous Korean actor. And he came forward and said that Dahi, a girl from Glam, was blackmailing him with damning evidence on her phone, like videos of God knows what. No one has no idea. So she ended up getting arrested and served a, pris- or served a jail sentence for a year. Um, and her group disbanded because of the controversy. And I just think that's so interesting to me. Like she gets a year in jail because she, in quotes, is blackmailing this man. Like I just want to know how that trial went down. Right, like blackmailing him with what? I need these court docs well, to be released. That also, I'm like, what was she blackmailing him? Like, did he hurt her? Was he like, like, was he drinking? Yeah, like, because I like, what did she have on her phone that was so concerning to him? Right, that would ruin his career. Was he smoking weed? <laughs> Wano. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I just, I just can't. Anyway, so that there's that one, and then so now for the burning sun scandal. Wait. So the Burning Sun scandal is our main topic of discussion today. As you can probably tell, I went a little quick for the other ones. Um, this one has a lot. Like, there's just a lot to it. And I think I, I kind of want to kind of take a deep dive into it because there's a lot of context and a lot of, like, important things to keep in mind. So the background is um, in 2019, there was a scandal called the Burning Sun scandal. It was a sex scandal, or I wouldn't really call it a sex scandal. I would call it a rape scandal, but yeah, they don't <laughs> want to call it that. Um, anyways, so basically, 
in 20, 2017 to 2018, there was a bar that had been opened. I believe it was it was called Burning Sun. And it was opened by a member, Siungri? I, I don't know. He's one of the members of Big Bang, which is, if you don't know, one of the most popular groups of, like, the third, second, third gen of K-pop. Like, very, like, when you think of K-pop, a lot of people think of music from that group. Um, so he was one of the members of that group. And he had done a lot of business before he opened this. He had done uh, restaurants. He had done... Um, like nail salons, like he had owned a lot of different businesses. So he was actually illegally um, trafficking money in a bar because he labeled the business as a restaurant, but it was operating as a bar and he was basically money laundering in there, um, which I'm like, how the fuck did you get away with that for so long? While being an idol, like he was an idol this whole time. Damn. How do you have time? No. Literally. How do you have time to to deal with the grueling k-pop like idol schedule and operate like nail salons no literally what an odd choice of business for him <laughs> yeah i know it's it was just a way for him to make money because idols don't really make that much money especially back then yeah um i mean granted this is during the time when like um their music career was kind of dwindling so like they weren't really doing a lot together anymore but this like really set in stone like they're not going to do anything anymore is this scandal um, so he eventually opened up this bar called Burning Sun and it was kind of marketed as like a place originally marketed as like a place for idols to come and hang out and like for people to go meet idols and stuff like that. Um, but it was actually a secret like rape ring, like a, what's it called? Um, like trafficking. Like a sex ring? Yeah. They were trafficking women in this bar for the entire time it was operating. So, like, how? So, they would drug women in the bar. Right. And they would put them in, like, the VIP rooms. Uh And they would have men, particularly mostly idols, pay to go have, like, sex with this girl. But And take video. Like, they had spy cam footage. They took videos with their phone. Like, they, they videotaped this stuff. And they would assault the women in the room while she was drugged. That's right. Do we know who, which idols? Yes, uh, there is a list. I will get to the list of people who were involved. Oh Not God. everybody was charged. Well, of course. And of course... <laughs> it's Korea's moneymaker. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but also, I'm just going to say, like, the prison sentences are absolutely nuts to me. Like, not enough time at all. Like, like how long? Like, I think the the biggest one was, like, three years. You know what that gives? It gives, like... The prison sentences for, like, the rich people that would buy their kids way into college. Right. Who got, like, six months in, like, a Martha Stewart <laughs> prison where they would live it up and, like, have, like, steaks and prime rib. Right. But, yeah. So, basically, the scandal started because... Hold on. <coughs> well, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the scandal started in 2018. Someone was like, hey, guys, like... Something's going on in there. Like, they're they're drugging women in here. Who and, said that? Uh, I think it was just a, a random whistleblower. Like, someone said that to the cops? Yes. Yeah. But, like, nothing really happened at first. Um, oh, well, the cops that's not like, how. why would we go after the K-poppies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They make bangers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We love Big Bang. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
So it all started, yeah, the first it was report um NBC News Desk reported an alleged assault of a 29-year-old club goer uh Kim Sangkyo at the Burning Sun nightclub. Kim said he was attempting to help a woman who was being sexually assaulted, but the staff had assaulted him in the process of <laughs> like stopping. Um that's <clears throat> rotted. Yeah, are we shocked? No. Um, basically that, so they basically, they tried to charge him for battery defamation and obstruction of the performance of official duties. He said the police assaulted him after he was placed under arrest. And it happened in 28, November of 2018, but the media talked about it in January, 2019. Damn. Yeah rotted that is really rotted just as it goes to show you the corruption in the police and the connections between rich people and celebrities and yeah law enforcement so during the early stages the scandal evolved around kim's complaint against the burning sun nightclub including any possible crimes that may have occurred there and the identities of responsible parties the initial january 28th report of the kim incident um included two cctv videos of the club's security footage reportedly showing Kim's assault inside the club, and a second one who showed a woman being dragged down a hallway who had allegedly been drugged. Oh my god, that was caught on camera? Yeah. So, you you said, like, all of this was, like, all of the rapes and assaults were caught on, like, video cameras because they were filming it? Yeah, they actually, we'll get into this later, but there was actually chat rooms where they would share it with each other. Oh my god, what is wrong with these fucking people? <laughs> yeah. So he says that he claimed to receive a video clip from staff that had showed an intoxicated woman being assaulted. Oh my God. Yeah. So by January 31st of 2019, the Seoul Metrop- Metropolitan Police uh, had taken charge of the investigation, which included allegations of gangman police corruption and collision with the club owners. Who had and had assigned a team to look into the club's allegations of sexual violence, drug use, and what happened to Kim when he was arrested, and any connection they had with the local police station. So basically, they're they were involved with local gangs and police. So like that's how it was going on. The nightclub owners. Yeah. So this this the the string of assaults that were being videoed took place over a span of like nine months. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, that's a long time. That is a long time. That's a lot of women. Yeah. yeah. Did any of these women come forward? I think 23 of them did. <laughs> that's 23 too many. No, I like, Yeah, that that's should not have all happened of them. to fucking anybody. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's not all of them. Um so then in February is when the chat rooms got released. Because was, I think this is actually really funny, not the chat rooms, but how the chat rooms got found. So, one of the idols had dropped his phone off for like um repair at a repair shop and the guy or the person i should say who was doing the repair noticed these chat rooms and these messages so they took screenshots and emailed from the company of the repair to his company and was like just so you know this is happening and there's a lot of really fucked up things going on in this guy's phone um, so there was basically a whistleblower because he dropped his phone off to be repaired on. Damn. How much you want to bet that this, these all, all of these idols 
were hold were held accountable because the companies were like, damn, you're not going to make me money anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So the source had cited possible police collisions as the reason for not turning them over directly. The police had a press conference saying that they had not seen the original unedited uh, Kakao Talk, which is the messaging service in Korea that they use, um, and doubled their vicarity just prior to a report uh, detailing how they obtained them, which is basically the media shop guy. So I just think it's like funny to like it's funny to me that um, that happened. Like he. That is funny that... Um, Can you imagine being that repair person? That's how it blew open. Like, yeah. that's how the, this case, like, blew open. Like, that's kind of... kind of It's ridiculous. It is. Like, because I feel like most of the cases that are similar t- to this are, like, a girl comes forward. Right. Or... Um, no, but the thing is, because it was relating to K-pop idols, none of the women were coming forward at first. Well, that makes sense because these people are famous and have a lot of power. Yeah. They literally, like, the club was partnering with I'm sure, the local police. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, I'm sure that's how, like, the women who were coming against Harvey Weinstein felt because Harvey Weinstein mm. was a powerhouse in the industry. Right. And so for some context, this club was in Gangnam, Korea. Yeah. Um, Gangnam Star. <laughs> Sorry. You know what's really funny? Is size somewhat involved in this case? Really? Yeah. Like as a like um as someone who went there or like he was he was he was suspected of being there. That anyone anyone who was suspected of like being there at all was like super hardcore interviewed. I've heard some awful things about Sai. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I have to I'll have to get to that. But I'm just saying I read that earlier That's and I was really like funny. I had no idea that he had oh anything my to do with this. <laughs> Yeah, ooh, that gives it a whole new meaning because that's the city that the yeah that's crazy. <sighs> yeah, so. Basically, the owner, Singuri. So also, fun fact about the guy who owns this club. He also is a co-founder of YG Entertainment. Isn't that one of the major? Yeah, that's one of the big four (laughs) of the K-pop companies. Damn, so I can't even imagine what kind of shit he was allowing. Uh, Yeah. And partaking in at YG. Well, there has been, this is all alleged. I'm going to say that immediately. But there has been a lot of like rumors and whispers about how a lot of K-pop companies do sex traffic their trainees, which is like pre-debut idols. That would make sense. Oh, 100%. Like, what, I, I believe that. What, for groups, a fact. what groups are part of YG? Like, um, famous ones? I'm, mm, I know Big Bang was. Let me, let me look it up because I don't want to get this wrong. <laughs> so one second, let me see. Okay, Blackpink is under YG. I thought Blackpink was, but okay. I can't remember. Well, that's a pretty famous group. Yeah um treasure oh, i didn't know treasure was under them and baby monster i've never heard of those two at uh, treasures of treasures yeah it's anyways so yeah that like yeah rotted and gutted okay well black pink <laughs> yeah we have some questions for you <laughs> well okay first of all they were probably victims of something in there well that those could be a part of the questions because they were they were trainees there i wouldn't be surprised didn't you or you told me like a couple days ago that like Sometimes, like it's rumored, alleged, uh-huh. <laughs> that these sometimes these groups would traffic like trainees and idols in like Japan. Oh yeah, well also in J-pop too. Oh, is J-pop as big as K-pop? No. J-pop is an industry. It's it's very big, but it's not. K-pop is more widely known than J-pop. Mm, interesting. Yeah. 
Is there a reason they did it in Japan? Is it just easier there or like... I think Japan has more protections for that kind of thing there, which is awful. But more it's just protections good. for who? For the traffickers? For like really rich... Because basically the uh... thing is, so my I know someone who has been to Japan multiple times. Mm-hmm. Well, I know multiple people who have been to Japan, but anyways. And I had heard that there was like... Um, like in red light districts, there's these really weird like clubs that have like pre like like k-pop looking idol type people as like being advertised as being in there i've heard something about this it's expensive and like basically the only people who go there are like ceos and rich people i've heard that like like you know host club the anime yeah where there's something like that where like these men these like really like sexy young men will be like hosts or like will be escorts they're escorts yeah yeah so host host clubs are actually a a huge thing in japan yeah they have like a whole district i don't remember where but um they basically like there's there's controversies relating to it of them like harassing women to come in and like basically buy their time all they do is sit and have like coffee yeah they don't like do anything but no (laughs) it's like you're on a date with me yeah like (laughs) i've i've seen and like heard things and like about this and it's just crazy but anyway, so like men will charge like like sexy young men will charge like an arm and a leg. Yeah. Just for you to hang out with them and they don't do anything. Literally like they just drink coffee. You're not allowed to touch them or anything like that. Right. That's so stupid. Yeah. But anyways, so that's my piece on that is I definitely think that there's definitely a possibility that a lot of these big companies definitely have their hand in some trafficking for their trainees. This is all alleged. Please don't kill me. Oh, or do I? No, yeah. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but like the shadiness of the industry is insane. <laughs> so I have my suspicions. Yeah. Um, so continuing on with the Burning Sun scandal, on February 27th, uh, Singuri, the owner, was questioned by the police with a really long um, interrogation and he got drug tested. He basically denied all the allegations saying that he had no idea that that was happening in his bar, which is um, really fucking hilarious to me, because what do you, like, bitch, you were there all the time. Um, and there was basically a lot of protests um, uh, with allegations that he had directed Burning Sun staff to arrange prostitutes to foreign investors who were coming to Seoul at another Gangnam nightclub. The source had cited possible police collision as the reason for not turning them over directly. Blah, 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 Okay. So were the police getting like kickbacks or were they getting like... Yeah, so a part of this is um, like a part of the investigation was relating to police corruption. But like were like the K-pop idols like in the owners of the bar paying the police or something of that sort? Something in the nature? Um, I'm not sure. I'm like pretty sure. I don't entirely remember. I'll have to look. But I'm pretty sure that they were like allowed to go into the rooms for the women okay so the police suck in every country (laughs) uh well yeah that's crazy (laughs) the the korean police are pretty bad um so on international women's day march 8th the scandal led to a street protest in gangnam against the burning sun and other nightclubs calling for an end to what protesters called a culture that treats women as sexual objects although thousands of women had rallied in 2018 illicit filming and sharing the allegations against the idealized image of pop uh, idols still surprised the public. The serious nature of the scandal prompted a response from the president who ordered a thorough investigation. 
the president of South Korea. Yes. Damn, if, if it gets up to the president, <laughs> then it must be fucking serious. So on March 10th, Singuri was booked on sex bribery charges. The following day, he resigned from the entertainment industry on his Instagram account, stating that he had caused a social disturbance and said that he would cooperate with the co- cooperate with the investigation. He retired from the entertainment industry. Yeah. So what is? Do we know what he does now? Does he work at like? I'm pretty sure he's in jail right now. Step from this. I think so. Oh damn. Let me see. I don't actually know. Let me. <laughs> what is he up to now? Google. So I was gonna say, does he like working at Kmart or like <laughs> or Kohl's? Like. Honestly, I don't know if we know. Okay. We also, this website. He was caught up in a prostitution and embezzlement scandal. Well, how long was his prison sentence? I can't remember. Does it say on on your notes? On Wikipedia? <laughs> um, I was trying to make it sound more professional, but yes. Let me see. On your on your wiki page. Well, so actually, during the investigation, he went to the military, which I think is really funny. Um, Damn, so another form of prison. <laughs> so it became, it became a military trial. Oh, that's even worse. Uh-huh. That's great, though. A military appeal reduced his three-year prison sentence by half. Well, never mind. I spoke too soon. Because of his admission of guilt and reflection on all nine charges. Oh, that's bullshit. Basically, yeah. So he only got a year and a half? Yeah. So he's not in jail. No, I don't know what he's doing. I think he's either in the military or fucking around in his nice-ass apartment. That's crazy. So the source of the Cacao Talk messages was revealed to be a lawyer on March 11th when he was interviewed on sbs eight o'clock news he had obtained messages from a whistleblower the one that i was talking about earlier um i believe when the so when the burning sun scandal started the phone messages were forwarded to anti-corruption civil rights commission and to sbs funny whatever the fuck that means (laughs) uh and the secretly filmed sex tapes and other chat messages on jung's phone became public public yeah so anybody and their mother could go and watch these uh i guess so damn that just humiliate these girls even more yeah that's right well i wonder if they blurred the faces it doesn't matter it's that's that's still that's still awful yeah um so during the interview the integrity of the chat rooms file was discussed and was said to have a tamper-proof device uh technically it was a hash code verification showing that the files had not been manipulated and could stand as circumstantial evidence to seek more evidence. How is that circumstantial evidence? Um, so there was someone who was involved, uh, who was a former vice justice minister, Kim Hakyu, um, who he was technically cleared of a scandal in 2013, but then he had allegations of raping women and appearing in sex videos with them. And the second one was in 2009, of um the suicide of a rookie actress who purported so her suicide note basically had a list of men who she was forced to have sex with by her entertainment industry and he was one of the names and he was um the former vice justice minister and so that that this is connected because uh when president moon was ordering investigations 
with the president of Korea, he also, that was one that he had ordered previously. So it's like a more serious one. So basically, it's super serious. He was the former vice minister of justice or justice minister for for the country of South Korea. Yes. Oh, that's like if the defense or the justice, that's like if the attorney general Mm -hmm. was like doing some fuck shit here. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, so that's the, that was the time before this that President Moon had ordered an investigation on, in quote, sex crimes was this guy. Um, So it's like the public is realizing at this point that this is really serious. Yeah. Um, He said, in quotes, the current leadership of the prosecution and police should stake the fate of their organizations with responsibility on uncovering the truth and becoming a law enforcement agency that can reveal its own shameful acts so as to regain trust. I am stressing that if we cannot fix it, we cannot call the society a just one. It's really interesting because South Korea has some fuck shit going on in there. South Korea is not the perfect uh, utopia that Korea booze make it out to be. Literally, if you are gay and in the military, you can be put in prison. Right. And aren't they incredibly racist uh, towards yes. anybody that isn't Korean? Yes. They're very specifically racist towards anyone who has dark skin. Like, their beauty standard is basically have fucking milky skin. Right. Which, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of Koreans don't have milky skin. You want to know where that comes from? That I just I learned, like, a couple months ago? What? It's, like, back in, like, medieval times and, like prehistoric times not prehistoric but like hundreds of years ago like the milky white like pale people were like your royalty your rich people because they didn't have to work out outside and your darker skinned this is yeah this is um applicable to pretty much all your asian countries Mm. but your um your darker skinned people were working out in the fields and outside so they were poor Poor. They were poor. Poor. They were Polvo. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah. So that, yeah, Korea is not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a lot, literally every developed country has shit. It's just. What country doesn't have shit? That's what I mean. And like the thing is, there's a lot of romanticization of Korea in general because of like, you know, K-dramas and K-pop idols. And they're all like, oh my God, like. The men there are so great and sexy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl. I think that's just like of how like media will always be a form of propaganda. Yeah. Like how um, like sex in the city from the early 2000s kind of made Europeans and foreigners who want to come to America were like, oh, you'll work like three hours a week and have brunch with your girlfriends like all the time. And it's like, no, you're going to suffer unless yeah. you're rich. Right. You'll be working 45 hour weeks. And you won't have time for brunch, girl. Right. You know. So on April 1st, um, the police announced that they had booked uh, Singuri and Yu, who was one of the other founders, for allegations of embezzlement from the Monkey Museum Club, which um, was a club that was also owned by them that opened in 2016. Um, Later, allegations. Later, allegations started that funds from Yuri Holdings were used to pay attorney fees for a criminal case involving an employee of the club. On April 29th, um, there was a headline that said, Sungri's business partner admits pimping following their new questioning by the police in which Sungri continued to deny any involvement with prostitution. 
Um, which is funny because the other guy admitted that he supplied prostitutes to six or more Japanese investors at their nightclub in December of 2015. So wait, the other guy admitted to pimping? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but but Singuri was like, no, I, I I had no idea that any of that was going on. I We didn't do that. I thought he was going to fully cooperate. Right. How funny. Uh-huh. How goofy. Um... So the police had paper trials of money transactions, a YG entertainment credit card payment by Singuri and a wire transfer by you and a, tra- a chat room con- conversations the two had with Jung about the engagement or the arrangements and had booked 17 prostitutes and pimped related to the incidents. Singuri was summoned for questioning about alleged embezzlement of the Burning Sun the Burning Sun Club's funds for the first time on May 2nd, following 16 prior interrogations about his alleged arrangement of sexual services for investors. That is super rotted. This just goes to show that um, men are rotted and vile, evil creatures everywhere. Oh my God, it does yeah. not matter where you are. Yeah. Um, so on May 7th, they the police had requested arrest warrants uh, to include pretrial detention for the two, and they had appeared at May 14th for hearings on charges of in- embezzlement, company funds, and arranging sexual services, blah, 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 along with the new charge that Singuri had paid for sexual services himself. Singuri admitted that he received illicit sex services but denied all other allegations and was led to a holding cell in ropes to await the decision, which came in later the evening when both arrest warrants were denied. Because the court said there was room for dispute over the embezzlement and said the possibility of destroying evidence was slim. (sighs) What the fuck? Yeah. So the police referred to his case to prosecutors on June 25th with charges related to 1.1 billion won, which is almost a million U.S. dollars, in embezzlement, destruction of evidence, violation of laws on sex trade, sex crimes, and food hygiene. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck is food hygiene? Like, um, like not proper care of the kitchen. Oh, so just cleaning. Like shitty food. That's funny. basically like food that was really bad for you. Yeah. Uh, allegations included um, procuring prostitutes for himself and for others from Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Japan. His business partner was also referred to prosecutors for procuring prostitutes. That's this is just this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really like, cool. What the fuck? Yeah. So basically the starting of the embezzlement and um them committing sex crimes started back in 2015. Hmm. Yep. And, and it only blew open in 2019. Yeah. From a cell phone repair guy. <laughs> yeah. That's great, great. Um Singer Sai, who was 42 with YG Entertainment at the time, released a statement that he had introduced his friend to the the fucking owners of this place of burning sun and that he was invited to dinner and drinks, but he denied any involvement with the alleged activities. So yeah. Denied it. So basically, um, which is bullshit. We already know. (laughs) Sai was questioned as a witness about a 2014 incident. Jesus Christ. 2014. Dear God, this shit goes back so long. Like I can't even, I can't, I can't. that that, That was just two years after gone home style. Yep. Yeah, I know he fell off after that for reasons I didn't know why. Um, Well, that was his only hit in America. I know. 
So the trials uh, continued into 2020. So on January 8th <coughs> in 2020, seven months after police have submitted their case, um, the prosecution filed a second warrant requesting his arrest on the charges, procuring prostitutes for himself and others, 29 times for foreign investors between September 2015 and January 2016, embezzlement, habitual gambling in L.A., <laughs> for a period of three years since 2013 that's really funny um illegal currency transactions violation of food sanitation laws and sharing three unconscious nude photo photos of women via mobile messenger oh a relief <laughs> which is funny because like i thought he said he had no idea he didn't know he didn't know he, he had nothing no to idea. do with the guys no guys he uh, guys he's an innocent little baby he had no idea he's an innocent little bean he's a small bean yeah on February 7th, former police officer Kong's trial, conviction, and sentencing in August 2019 for police collision in the admittance of underage customers at the Burning Sun Club was overturned by an appeal at court based on lack of evidence showing that he had received any money. So basically, one of the police officers who was involved in the collision between the two companies, uh, or between Burning Sun and the police, um, was basically... He admitted that they had let in underage customers into Burning Sun. But then that got overturned. It got overturned? Yeah, because they said there was a lack of evidence showing that he had received any money. What is... What? Like... Ugh, I feel like... Not to defend America, but I feel like none of this would go. None of this would fly in the American justice system. You know why? Why? Because they would hide it. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't let this shit go public. That's true. If something like this went public, yeah. But I guarantee you stuff like this happens privately all the time. Well, yeah, but I feel like if it went public, bitches would be getting arrested. They might not get a lot of jail time. Right. But this, like, shit would not be getting overturned. You know what I mean? I yes. just don't see this happening because it wouldn't go public <laughs> at all. So you know I mean? basically in Korea, when you are 30, that is your, like, minimum like that's the oldest age you can be when you start going to the military for the mandatory military service 30 yes that's kind of old in america's like once you hit 26 you're done you don't have to do the draft or you don't you're you you're not even eligible anymore damn you know what i mean yeah no it says i, I guess it's the so it's 30 korean age which is 29 american age that's just so stupid they're not doing that anymore by the way oh right they're not doing the like you're you're one when you're born yeah why they not? stopped doing that. Why not? Why why did they stop doing that? I don't know. Because they, they realized how stupid it is. Um, well, it also, if you think about it, it's also very um like pro pro life esque to do that. Right. Because Korea is very, very pro life. Because it's a conservative country. Very conservative. Yeah. Anyways, that's side side note there. Um, so basically during the situation, he turned 30. So basically, the government was like, you have to fucking go to your military service. They were concerned that a um, trial in civilian courts might restrict the military ops uh, obligation. So basically, they started a military trial for him because he went to the military. Damn. I've, in America, like a military tri uh, trial is so much worse than a civil trial. I think I think not a civil, but like a a citizen like regular trial. i think i think that's why damn that's crazy but he still continued to deny all the charges except for his violation of foreign exchange transaction which he was like yeah i did do that but i didn't do any of the other stuff 
damn, I thought he was going to cooperate. How funny. I know, right? So on January 14th, during the ongoing military trial, prosecutors added a ninth charge against him, alleging that him and the other owner involved gang members to to intervene in bar disputes. So they had like... So basically their like security was gang members. Mm. So like if a bar fight happened, they would just have the gang deal with it. Interesting. I wonder how they got that. <laughs> um, despite gaining, so a a military persecutor, pro- persecutor, prosecutor said, despite gaining advantages from the crimes, he is shifting the responsibility onto another person. Considering his problematic views and attitude regarding sex, he needs to face severe punishment. That's funny. That's really funny. I agree. But will he? I don't think so. <laughs> no, definitely not. So this is all in 2021. Oh, so recently. Yes. The trial didn't conclude until 22. Damn. Um, so on August 12th, I believe in 21, uh, he was sentenced to a three-year prison term, a fine of one and a half billion won, so a little under a million U.S. dollars, um, and immediate detention. Damn, that's really, that's a lot. Yeah, that's why, like, this one's, it's, it's, it's crazy because this is, it's like, it involves so much. Yeah. Like, there's so much that happens. Like, what I'm talking about today is, like, not even remote. Like, this is, like, the type of tip of the iceberg of the situation. Damn, that's, like, none of these stupid little K-pop scandals, quote-unquote scandals, hold a candle to this. No, I know. Like, because when I was looking in for this podcast, I was like, I wonder if there's any, like, crazier scandals. I mean, there is some kind of serious scandals, but this is, like, the one. Yeah. So do we know, like, um, like, for example, if any members from, like, BTS or any members, any members from, like, TXD have been involved in this? Um, so from my understanding, no. The only idols really involved were under YG. So other members of Big Bang. I know G-Dragon was a part of the scandal, um, who is a member of Big Bang. Um, who's very problematic for his own reasons. But anyways, um, and it's something that's really fucked up is they like publicly don't talk about everyone who was involved. So I'm sure that YG wants to hide all of those. Yeah. Well, uh, there's also allegations. These are all rumors. I don't know if it's true, but allegedly there is video evidence of a lot of um, K-pop CEOs and stuff who were involved going. That wouldn't surprise me because nope. CEOs here do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So CEOs, once again, a running theme, CEOs everywhere are awful. Oh, my God. Okay. While denying his charges, he had claimed that the cacao talk messages widely reported by the media about women that give well might have been a typo that his phone autocorrection caused. Okay. So what would that have been? <laughs> what would the correct thing have been? Well, I think he was referring to, like, how women, like, they give well when they're, like, drugged and shit. I know, but, and he like, says that was an autocorrection typo. But what would, what would, what would he have been trying to say? <laughs> like, for, be for real. Uh, yeah. That also doesn't change the fact that he, like, owns this company and organized all this stuff that was happening. Yeah. This yeah. is so rotted. Yeah. So basically, the company was, um, or the the club, had really shitty food, was embezzling funds, 
hiring gang members as security and purposefully what so one of the stories uh, on this page that I didn't mention yet was he would like have like investors and other people come in and he would have them pick a woman from like the crowd of women in there and then they would go drug her and bring her to a room and they would bring them there yeah so in conclusion rotted as fuck rotted gutted murdered and mangled like this is the most rotted shit i've heard in a while yeah it's it's pretty bad um and the only other thing to really say about it is this did spark a like korean me too movement um a lot like there was a lot of protest um basically people were outraged because they were like how did we let this happen for so long i mean as they should be no a hundred and ten thousand percent yeah so in conclusion um the shit sucks Yep, it sucks. That's putting it lightly, I feel like. Yeah, and um, in 2019, there was a ranking in the country about, um, like, women's issues, and the distribution, uh, Jung's specific distribution of sex videos was one of the top gender issues talked about in 2019. so rotted. Like, what the hell? But it did lead to a growing trend of people talking about like gender bias and misogyny in Korea. So that's, I mean, that's that's, a good thing. I guess that's like a silver lining. Yeah. Is that it like really sparked people there to kind of come to terms with how corrupt things were. I think this is one of like the first big things that happened that like involved K-pop idols where like, yeah. And I will also say any of the idols who were involved in this have basically been blacklisted. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because we don't need those people making music and... No. But, you know, none of them received that much prison time. Like, none of them did. (laughs) Literally, so he appealed to the court, and his prison sentence got cut in half. He had to appeal three times for it to go through. I just can't believe that. Like, I I can't. Anyways, yeah, that's pretty much it for the Burning Sun scandal. (sighs) Thank you for letting me take over today. You're so welcome. Do you like my job over there? Um, no. No, because I, I so. just don't like your computer. Oh, okay. So, like, editing. And what is wrong with my computer? I'm not editing, but, like, having to control this shit. Like, sometimes I'll accidentally hit record and I won't even know. Oh, my God. Um, so I don't like this job over here. <laughs> I much prefer being the main person. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, but I didn't want to talk that much this time, so... Thank you for enlightening us with all your very interesting and entertaining K-pop drama and scandals. And yeah, it's something next. I could talk about forever. I literally am so deep in K-pop, like it's not even funny. <laughs> next week, I'll bring something, and I'll it'll it'll go back to how it should be, <laughs> and I'll be the main person. Thank you. I don't know about that. Oh, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Anyways. See everybody next week. See you next week. Bye.